36 years of basketball knowledge and life skills. Your host, Coach Goins, focuses on today's topics on and off the court, helping players and coaches achieve their goals. So get ready for another fast break episode of Basketball More Than a Game with your host, Coach Goins. Hey, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Basketball More in the Game, and I'm your host, Coach Goins. Hey, listen, I'm not in the gym, and I'm not in the studio. Actually, we're at Victory Worship Center uh, this afternoon, and we have none other than Coach John Wangler, uh, who is the director of Axe Flag Football here at Victory Worship Center. So, again, Coach Wangler, we welcome you to Basketball More in the Game. Thanks for having me. So, listen, we're just going to jump right in because, as I always tell our folks, you know, number one thing, time is money. And people's time is valuable. So with that, folks, as we always say, make sure you got your shoes tied as tight as you can because this will be a absolutely uh, dynamic interview. John is he's just a top-notch individual. When I say that, he's a husband, he's a father. Uh, and, again, he, he just does so much. A lot of times people don't realize what coaching entails. Uh, but in the first half of this podcast today, which, we, which we're going to call the fast break, uh, we got uh, a slate of questions that we're going to be tossing out to a coach. And just, you know, again, what we ask you to do is take it for what it's worth, uh, what applies to you, make sure that you uh, document that and be able just to be a better coach as well as a player. So, Coach, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. So the first question we'd like to ask you is, what advice do you have for coaches that want to get involved in the sports? So my advice is for coaches that it's more about X's and O's and and, and winning. It's about making an impact in the youth's lives. I'm a big proponent of the fact of that coaches are role models and that when you sign on to be a coach, you're going to have an impact on that child's life, positive or negative, and they're going to mirror the way that you act. And a lot of times with youth, they don't have father figures that spend time with them, so you become their temporary father figure. So to have a passion for the game and to want to make an impact on all the kids' lives and help them grow not only as a player but as a person. So you see what you see why he's on the podcast, folks. We we are very very selective, and again, we just try to bring in the the top notch folks that we can uh, get our hands and and again to have access to. But as he says, you know, a lot of times today's. Uh, Student athletes, you know, come from a, um, one single home, uh, so coaches right on, uh, right on, uh, on time with that. So, with that being said, next question: Just share with our, our listeners how do you balance work, family, your career, and also have time for coaching? It's tough. I mean, you definitely have to have um, good time management skills, particularly when you're trying to wear all those hats. But basically, from my end, I just make sure that I prioritize my time properly and I give it my all for each of those areas. Um, I make sure that I've got time, that I'm prepared, and I... um, do my best again, serving serving as a role model for these kids because I'm a big proponent of that. You know, and, you know that's which is huge. And I go ahead and give uh, Coach uh, Wangler a shout out. Uh, he has two dynamic uh, young men, and as, as well as his daughters. But I'm close, of course, to his sons. Uh, but I see you know, a lot of times in in the what I'm, when I'm going here is he spends time with his sons not only as a father but also in, in great events. And then we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But I know that uh, Virginia Tech fans in an able to he, he takes them to you know football games, basketball games. You know, again, what we have in the studio today, or actually at Victory Worship Center today as we do this podcast, it's not just a coach that's just on the field. He's coaching on the field as well as uh, within the four walls of his home. And we certainly appreciate everything that he does uh, for here at uh, Act Sports. So with that, let's jump into this next fast break question. What has been the most rewarding aspect of coaching? I think for me, again, it's 
motivating kids to want to continue in the sports because because I've coached in basketball as well and in football and sometimes I don't have the best seasons but I feel rewarded when people come back to me and say because of you being my coach I want to continue the game I want to continue so basically I'm making a lasting impression on their lives and I'm a big proponent too of when you're a coach you teach the kids how to win gracefully and lose gracefully how about that I'm sorry so um, so it's that and again it's giving it our all for um, for Christ. And then finally, um, the reward for me too, particularly with Act Sports, is when we give players the opportunity to, to dedicate their life to Christ and accept him as their savior. Um, in prior years, there have been times where I've seen, I've seen a dozen hands go up, and that's, what we're, that, that's, that's the um, ultimate goal for me. That's exactly right. You know, and, and you know what, what's so special about Act Sports, uh, ladies and gentlemen, again, that's based uh, here at Victory Worship Center. That's 200 uh, Hammond Lane, Stanton, Virginia. Uh, and, and what's so nice about it, and, and Coach is exactly right, I, I've seen this and dealing with them on the, the basketball end of it. It's not about wins or losses. You know, a lot of times parents, yes, and I'm going here because that's how we are with basketball more in the game. We, we go inside this uh, podcast, we're always going to you know tell the truth because we have to, we're hold accountable to that. Uh, it's not about about the wins and the losses. It's about you know a player learning the game, understanding the game, respecting the game, and then also respecting the coach uh, that uh, that they are uh, that has authority over them. So coach is exactly right. So with that, let's just go ahead and, and get into a little bit of player aspect. What do you, what would you advise or what advice would you give a player prior to your season starting as it relates to football? Let's do football first and basketball. So what are some of the things they need to work on prior to the season? I would say um, first of all to exercise, to get their bodies in shape, to make sure the fact of what they put put inside the body is going to keep them healthy, um, not to load up on the junk foods, but again, to exercise, to be prepared, to work on the conditioning, and then also to be willing to learn and to be willing to, at each practice and each in, in each game, give it your all and leave it on the field. To honor, to honor Christ the way that he blessed you with these gifts is to... Is to um, Give it your best, win or lose, and be a good, positive person. You know, that, that's so and so important, ladies and gentlemen, because, you know, a lot of times I see kids come in, and we play on Saturdays, um, and in that, you know, they haven't eaten in breakfast, or they come in and think their bodies are going to perform at a level uh, when they hadn't put the right or the, you know, the proper nutrition in. So, you know, again, as, as you continue to listen to this interview, uh, students and athletes and parents as well, listen to the detail of what uh, Coach Wangler is, is taking these questions to because it is important that as, as a player – that you understand what your coach needs from you each and every day that you step out on the field or on the court. So with that, during the season, what what do you encourage the players to focus on during the season? So basically, I like to focus on teamwork. I like to focus on listening to my directions. A lot of times in a game, as a coach, they're going to be hearing comments from other players, from from family members as far as what to do, and I need them to see me as their leader and carry out the place, and I'm Telling them to execute. Wow. You hear what? All right. So, once again, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to hear it right here on basketball more in the game. The coach. That is the coach, and that's what the players need to listen to. You know, if, as, I, as I always tell you, a lot of times, you know, we'll ask for coaches to get involved. You know, people don't want to volunteer, and they don't do it until the game starts. And then all of a sudden, uh, yes, am I going here? Yeah, I'm going here. Is because then when Coach Wangler's out working his craft, then he's got five or six dads behind him, and now all of a sudden they want to coach. But when they had the opportunity to assist him along the way, they didn't. But on game day, all of a sudden, you know, you've got the uh, Mike Tomlins and you've got the – um, 
Jason Garrett's and you've got all of the other coaches coming out of the woodworks. Not a call out. I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus, but we're just stating facts. You know, you have opportunity to come out and, and pour into somebody's life, and that's what we like to challenge them in, in, in doing so. So with that, we're going to kind of shift gears, and in this segment we're going to call In the Paint. And that's where we kind of get down and dirty. Uh, just talk a little bit about inside what a coach goes through uh, and what his aspect and what he works on uh, prior to the season. So with that, Coach, here's the question. It says, as a coach, how do you plan on improving, as a coach, your skills year after year? So one thing that I like to pride myself on is not only giving direction to the to, to the kids I coach, but it's my job to always find positive in something that everyone is doing, regardless of how they play. It's my job at the end of the day to give them praise and encouragement and say, you did great in these areas, these areas you can improve upon, but to make sure that they understand that I'm proud of each and every one of them. A lot of times they don't hear this in their personal lives. And the fact of me giving them praise and telling them how proud I am um, encourages them to want to continue with me to continue on in this sport. So a lot of, so basically, I want them to hear the unconditional praise um, and encouragement from me as a coach, as a motivator for them. How about that? So again, as as I always tell them, and coaches just layering it down. He is not coaching for the NFL. He is coaching Ag Sports Flag Football. So his job and what he's telling us is, you know. He's got to give it because, again, they, the kid may go down for that pass and it may drop the ball. But, you know, he ran the route right. Excuse me, he ran the right route, but he just not he might not have been able to make that catch. Well, a lot of times, you know, coaches, you know, focus in on he didn't make the catch. But as you hear, folks, and again, as we ask you to continue to dial this in, layer upon layer, coaches breaking it down, what his job is. And that's where we're asking you know, most of the parents and not just uh, the, the listening audience uh, for basketball more in the game, but when you go to the average high school game, you know, they, they expect every shot to go in. They expect every pass to be caught. Uh, and we have to be realistic about that. And just, again, meeting the, meeting the athlete where they are. Not everybody's going to be a superstar, but they're out and trying to learn the game, and that's where uh, it, it's just a huge impact. So with that, Coach, you kind of want to hit this little hot button here. How has coaching affected your life personally? Um, it's basically helping me to be a better person, someone to be a better father, role models for others. Because when I um, am walking through the mall or at a store and I run into one of my players and they say, hi, coach, how you doing? And, and are you going to be coaching again this year? It makes me feel good because I made a difference in their lives. I motivated them. I've made the game fun for them. And they see me as a role model. They call me coach outside of the game, and that makes a huge difference to me. How about that? You know what? Like you know, I tell you what, the coach is exactly right. Just to kind of you know stop here for a second. I've got actually had a couple interviews with some of my former players. You know, twenty years ago. And then when they called and they still say, hey, Coach G, you know, and I, and I kind of just have to put a little smile on my face because, you know, when you think back at just what Coach Wangler's saying, it happens all the time. When you're in the mall, you can be eating, and they don't just come up and, you know, call me about, you know, Lamont or uh, Mr. Goins. When they say Coach, that, that is a special, special title. Uh, so we challenge all the guys as we asked a Coach early in the interview, you know, what do you want to do and how do you want to get involved? And you know, my thing is if you're interested in coaching, partner up with a coach that has been doing that process. You know, just learn a little bit. You know, a lot of times we, we want to get in a fast lane, but coaching is, is a tough, tough uh, responsibility. you got to balance a lot of things. But, it's you know, so, again, I encourage any, everybody uh, to just tap into any coach that you know uh, and just pour into, their, pour into them. And as you pour into them, they'll pour back into you. So with that, we're going to kind of get into a little bit of fun facts here. As I sit here in the, uh, at the desk and stare across the table, I see a Washington Redskins uh, phone cover. So with that, let's talk a little bit about uh, the Redskins. So and we know that uh, well, 
I know, but uh, you viewers may not know that Coach Wangler is a diehard Redskins fan. How did you become a Washington Redskins fan? So that's a good question. So my father was actually in the Redskins marching band when he was in high school. He okay. went to Eastern High School, which was where they, they used to have their practices and, and to um, play in D.C., and he actually played the flute with the Redskins. So when I grew up, he started him on the Redskins, and, and now I've, of course, passed it down to my children. Sure, sure. I understand, understand that totally. So with that being said, a couple of questions here in reference to the skins. Number one, who's your favorite skin, and who is – your favorite uh, head coach for the Washington Redskins and why? So my favorite um, Redskins are probably Redskins are probably John Riggins because the fact of he was a he would just run up the middle he wouldn't be fancy or flashy he would just do what was told of him he was um, tough as nails and he had the. He had the mindset he was going to get that first down or he's going to get that touchdown regardless of what he took. So he left it all all out on the field, which is what I asked my kids to do in football. You know, and that's exactly – you know, you think about that, folks. When, when Coach Wangler said uh, John Riggins and, you know, of course, the nickname the Diesel, yep. uh, you know, I can see the 44. I can see him coming off uh, – see him come off that tackle, I think running in for uh, one of the Super Bowl victories. Uh, back in the early 80s, uh, kind of dating myself there. But, you know, that, that's the appreciation. That's the value. That's uh, that's what it's all about. Uh, again, as we say, basketball more in the game. You know, think about what Coach Wengler has been, been dropping us, uh, dropping the dimes on us today, talking about what? Talking about life, talking about being a role model, talking about being positive aspect because every day we get up, we, we face you know, obstacles. We face people that come against us and, and really tapping in our self-esteem. But when that player it shows up at practice and he sees that coach out on the field, that's a refuge. And what Coach Wangler, he's been able to scale that craft uh, to be able to meet the players where they are. And, again, that just goes back to the foundation. Look how his father sold into him, and he's able to, to take the Redskins and run with it. Now you know, so he's done the same thing uh, to his son. So, again, hats off and tremendous, tremendous job uh, with that from, you know, again, just layer upon layer, precept again, precept. So with that, and I know he, as we said earlier, he's a big, big Virginia Tech fan. Uh, nothing wrong with that. And, and like I said, he's, he's taking his son to various games and we want to talk a little bit about the basketball uh, because you know when they say basketball more than the game but let's get what do you think but what has coach Williams has really been able what has he been able to do just to be able to, to to get that program to that elite level I think that the big thing is that he's basically changed their mindset and knowing that they can be winners a lot of times uh, tech has been known has been known basically as a football school and the basketball team has not done that well but he's basically changed their mindset and told them that they can be winners they buy into his program they um, execute the plays that he calls and he also is very big as far as having them conduct themselves professionally there was a um, clip last year where he was basically telling them how to properly um, stand for the Pledge of Allegiance yes. and to show respect and not to be, you know, clowning around or bobbing and weaving, but to show respect for our country. And that speaks speaks volumes for his character of a person that's not only a coach, but he is a role model for these kids. And that's why that's why I think they're buying into his program. They're listening to him. They're conducting themselves with respect. And that's why they're starting to um, have a winning program. You know, that's a great call out. You know, I've had the opportunity to go down and, and witness the, the transformation, if you will, from when uh, Coach uh, Greenberg was there and, and then now that uh, Coach uh, Buzz Williams is is taking over. But he, you can just feel it. You can just feel it in the crowd. I know they're getting ready to do some nice uh, renovations and drop some new seats in, which would be great. But then that, I know you, you're a diehard football, so let's talk about what what is your – what excitement do you have as, as 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 they get ready to crank up a little bit uh, of the football this year? 
You're talking about yeah, for, Virginia Tech. I'm sorry for, for Tech. Yes. So so I actually took my boys to the to the scrimmage game yesterday, um, and they're kind of in a rebuilding year. But again, the coach they're still buying into what the coach is asking them to do to execute as players. I saw strong effort on both sides, particularly particularly on defense, and I see them um, I see them doing well. Probably probably first or second place in the ACC given the way that he is developing his talent, especially because the fact of last year, it was his first year, and he took him to a 10-win season, then won the coastal side of the conference, and they put up a pretty good showing against Clemson. So I feel if they put forth the effort and execute and play as a team under his guidance, I can see them duplicating that this year. You know, just like – as we've been saying all interview long, folks, he just – the time that he takes with – his players, his time that he takes with his sons. You think about that Saturday, they, you know, he and his sons get in the car, they roll down the road, they're excited, I'm sure. You know, they got their Virginia Tech, you know, they got their apparel on and they're rolling and they get down. And I've seen they've had the opportunity to take uh, pictures with Coach Beamer, well, which is uh, which is a huge, huge deal. But you, you think about it, and what I want to do, I just want to stop here for a second. Just think about when his sons are, are grown, grown men. You know, the stories that they'll be able to tell their families, their kids, you know, me, me and your grandfather did this and we went to this game and take a picture, or excuse me, take a look at this picture and, man, daddy, look at look what you had on. And that's why it's more than a game. No matter what sport it is, it's what you do when you're away from the field and the, and the time and the effort why sports are so, so valuable uh, in the young person's life. Whether they're single parents or whether they're coming out of uh, mother and father being home you know our challenge is you know if, if you're if you're a man and you have a skill set and you know a little bit about uh, sports we ask you to step up uh, get involved act sports is a great organization top to bottom uh, we're not perfect by no means but we try to put the best thing uh, out on the field as well as the court each and every time so with that coach here's another question for your favorite coach of all time regardless of the sport uh, I probably have to go with Joe Gibbs. Oh wow! There's a, oh yeah, he's a risk. Can go ahead, just a little clown. And the reason for that would basically yes, be again because the fact of, that he's a role model. That basically he's very strong uh, Christian. He's very much involved with fellowship of Christian athletes. I've seen him a couple of times at his youth for tomorrow camp um, in Gainesville, Virginia. And the fact of that he gives back to the community and that he's always big on making sure that his players do the right thing. Um, I'm sure you've seen pictures before of him at the playoff games kneeling at important you know times praying with the players, being out there, and making sure that they're connecting themselves professionally. Um, and, and again, that all ties back to me that coaches are role models. I'm a very big proponent. Some people disagree with that, but I think that coaches are role models that, that their players are going to pattern themselves after, have, after how the um, coach acts, and Joe Gibbs definitely does that. You know, it, it, so, again, it, let's, let's just, I've got, I got to frame it out. His dad – Sewing into his life, and then he ties into probably one of the, I'm going to say besides Tom Landry, probably one of the most uh, respected, um, one of the most highly recognized coaches in the National Football League uh, since the inception uh, of uh, professional football is Coach Gibbs. And, and again, as, as you study, and when I'm challenging the players here, listen, you find that player, you find that coach. Uh, and, and you read up on them, you, you find out what makes them tick. And then, and, and then Coach Wangler has taken, you know, aspects of his dad and his mother and some of, the, uh, some of that uh, stuff from Coach Gibbs, and he's formulated his game plan. And now that's how he coaches. That's how he, he takes a look at how he runs his organization. So, again, to the to, – to uh, actually uh, the – yeah, so we're just going to challenge uh, any of the, any of the uh, 
coaches that may be out or think maybe laying in dormant. You know, just you, know, you, you have a favorite team, so, you know, lean on that favorite team, study up on that coach, and see again and tie into a coach that may be already in a particular sport uh, and be able to just leverage that and just come on out uh, and work with us, and I'm sure, sure you will have a have a great time. So with that being said, Coach, I know let's talk a little bit about uh, flag football. I think you've been in the role of director for the last two or three seasons. Yes, uh, so with that, can you just you know, share with the, uh, our audience the growth that you've seen, what some of the up, uh, upcoming activities – uh, and um, just get just you know just tell us about what you guys have, are working on and what you're looking forward to this coming season. So basically, since since the since the inception of me being the, the flag football director, I've seen the teams get bigger. I've seen the players get a lot more um, active in the game. We instituted two years ago actually having playoffs in a championship game, which is a big deal to the kids at the end of the season. I've seen several players go on from flag football to have great. Um, great careers in high school football and JV football um, and I've seen I've seen a lot more interest from the um, from the fans that attend and the parents that show to show a, a great commitment to the sport we're always trying to do things to make it more competitive to more fun to have more fun but also to be more meaningful to the kids, and I speak back earlier to my topic of the fact of more kids getting a passion for the game and also um, dedicating their lives to Christ. Amen. You know, so and again, that's 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 huge piece because again, a lot of times, you know, how does a, how does a kid find his way? How do they learn about football? You know, sometimes you know a, a, a young athlete may not be ready for contact football at 10, 11, 12 years old. Comes out, get a little concept, a flag, see what you know. Oh man, this is serious. You know they they are playing. It is very competitive because I coached a couple years on flag, and yeah, you do, you do get a little. You get it. You in between the lines, you, you get dialed up for the competitiveness of that. And as coach said, some of his uh, former players have moved on and actually played contact. And if I'm not mistaken, one of the guys actually was on the state championship team uh, this year down in Riverhead. So again, just a true testament of the work inside the lines and continue to develop. So if you ever have the opportunity to come out to uh, the property here at Victor Worship Center, you'll see the. Uh, flag football field, a concession stand, and on Saturday morning, uh, it's rocking. You'll think you're in FedEx field, uh, and, and, and the Redskins are getting ready to take the field. So, uh, you know, it's important, you know, that people understand, uh, you know, sports is not everything, but sports is a valuable, valuable tool in a person's life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would not be where I am as a, as a man if it wasn't for coaches that, number one, picked me up and took me home because my parents couldn't do that. Uh, and again, just because they're scheduled, but just relying on coaches. Uh, and again, to this day, I still reach out and, and talk to my high school coach as well as coaches that I coached with in the past. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and start winding it down. And we're going to give uh, Coach Wangler uh, some closing comments. All right, so now what we're going to do is just step aside, give Coach Wangler the final closing remarks, and then we'll be back with a closeout. Coach Wangler, you have the mic. So just to recap, I basically say, you know, for coaching – Basically, I'm looking for people that are passionate about the game, passionate about the person, um, that have patience, can teach kids to win and to lose the right way, um, and to be a role model into their lives and to motivate them. Because at the end of the day, our reward is, do these kids continue to come back into our program or do they go into other programs where we were the person that initiated them on the road to having an interest in that sport, whether it be football, basketball, or whatever, if we ignited that passion in their lives and they've chosen to
to do that with the gifts that they were given, that's the ultimate goal. How about that? So, again, ladies and gentlemen, we just want to certainly thank Coach Wangler for his time, his talent, his effort, uh, not just what he's getting done uh, here across the table from me as we did this uh, episode of Basketball More in the Game, but just most importantly for who he is uh, to his family, who he is to Act Sports, and just just a great, great, tremendous job what he does top to bottom. So, as we say always, don't forget our focus uh, verse, which is John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So, as we always say, as we close out basketball more in the game somebody somewhere is working on the game and I'm your host Coach Goins and I'll see you in the gym